This episode of the Invest Your Best podcast with Ali Kay is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition with high quality ingredients and less than three grams of sugar. And what I love about Organifi's superfood blends is that they are so easy. There's no chopping or juicing or any of that. You just mix in a scoop in your water, stir it up and you go. It's great tasting and Organifi really prides on keeping costs low. So it's less than three dollars a day. And what I've been loving is drinking Organifi's limited time gold chocolate, which is like an alternative to hot chocolate. And you know, the holidays are coming up. Who doesn't love a nice soothing cup of self-care? Organifi's gold chocolate has a soothing blend of herbs, medicinal mushrooms, and organic cocoa. So you can kind of just get that evening ritual, make yourself a cup of it and feel restored. And start Starting November 26th through November 29th, Organifi is having a huge Black Friday Cyber Monday deal. So if you use my code AllieK at checkout, you will receive 25% off everything and you'll also get free shipping over any order over $100. So go use my code AllieK when you're shopping with Organifi and get in on those deals. Welcome to season four of the Invest Your Best podcast with Ali Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes to live your best life mentally and physically by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have open, real, and honest conversations about what it takes to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Hello, welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. I am your host, Ali Kay. I'm so excited today because I have on the beautiful Morgan Wylett. Hello, welcome. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so excited that you're doing this show. I'm so happy to have you on. Okay, so I have to ask, you won Big Brother. Did. What the heck? Okay, so my first question that I was like thinking, what can I ask her about Big Brother? Did you have like a specific game plan going in or like even like who you would be on camera? Like how does that go with reality television show? So I did not have a a game plan really. I was 22 at the time. I was fresh out of college. It was actually my sister. It was her idea for me to apply. She's a huge super fan of the show. I had started my first nine to five job and I was working as like an assistant in a PR firm and I hated my life. I was just not meant to work in a desk. I was answering phones. I would call my parents crying every day and I'm like, please, I I don't want to be an adult. So finally my sister's like, dude, apply for this show. And I was like, what's big brother? Like I've never, I've never watched it in my life. So I actually ended up applying 
they kind of fast forwarded me through all the steps because I applied at the very end. So it was all a very quick process. I ended up flying to finals. I quit my job that day. So to my father's dismay, he was like, you finally got a job and a salary and a 401k and benefits and you're quitting to be on reality TV. Like what is happening? It's the American like, dream. <laughs> we love it. I was like, I just have a good feeling about this. I feel like it's an open door that I should take. So I did it. I actually ended up getting cast on the show with my sister which is kind of funny because she was the one who told me to apply. She also was applying and we didn't know that we were ever going to cross paths. We were just like, we weren't close at the time. So we didn't really talk it through and no one believes us. They were like, this is part of a plan. And I was like, I promise we did not plan to go on that show together. They somehow just cast us both as like this sister twist. So I actually was in the house with my sister. We pretended that we did not know each other. Yeah, so imagine nobody knew, right? No. Which is so strange to have your sister walk through a door and you have to all of a sudden kind of forget you know her and be like, hi, I'm Morgan. Like, what's your name? And it's like, okay, I obviously, I've known this girl for 20 years. This is bizarre. <laughs> but my initial game plan, funny enough, going into it, because you, you kind of, when you talk to the producers, you have to tell them your strategy. You always play a character. So I was like the Texas cheerleader, the flirt. I was like, I'm going to go in there and work with all the boys and make them eat out of the palm of my hand. Like, I'm not going to work with any girls. I'm going to make the guys do everything that I want. And it's so funny with Big Brother because you get in that house and everything you said, all the strategy you thought of goes out the window. Literally just completely goes out and you're kind of just starting from square one because you're really working with the people. And I realized very quickly, I got along more with the girls. I knew my sister had my back so obviously I wanted to work with her so I actually ended up doing the opposite and I worked with only girls we had an all-girls alliance called the ball smashers funny enough <laughs> and then I ended up winning so clearly my strategy it somehow worked that's amazing so you're 22 you won this reality show you have the reality show money that you won what do you do with that at 22? How did that change your life? Just even like self-confidence wise, or even like watching yourself back on television, a lot of people don't experience that. So what was that like for you transitioning out of that? It was insane. There was positives and negatives because you're 22, you're kind of trying to figure out who you are. And I was fresh out of college. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And all of a sudden, I was on this reality show where I went from no one knew of me. I was from Texas. I went to school. I was just very normal to all of a sudden people knew that I won this reality show. So figuring out how to all of a sudden live in the public eye, that was obviously a huge adjustment. I'm very, very lucky that I have such a supportive family because without them, I would have been lost. Who knows where I'd be partying in Los Angeles, blowing my money, whatever a 22 year old would want to do is probably what I would be doing. But my dad, the second I won, he was like, all right, come here. We're going to get on the phone with Craig or accountant and you're going to put all of that money in the bank. So I really didn't spend that much of it. I took my parents on a vacation. I bought a few fun things. And then other than that, I really didn't touch the money, which now looking back was a very smart decision. But had my dad not have been like the smart one, the very hands-on dad, who knows? I would have blown it on a Lamborghini. I don't know. I would have done something <laughs> stupid, I'm sure. But I would have done the same. I didn't. <laughs> 
like, yeah, sure, Mercedes, why not? But luckily I didn't. And I, I actually used some of the money to move out to Los Angeles. It was my dream to pursue entertainment reporting. And I just happened to get lucky enough where I was this 22 year old where I could take kind of a chunk of money and try it out in LA. And I didn't have to stress about working three jobs, trying to waitress, trying to make it in the industry. I was very, very blessed to be where I was. And now looking back, I'm like, everything happens for a reason. Like, had I not gone on Big Brother, had I not won, I would never be where I am today. I'm not doing entertainment reporting anymore, but I'm kind of still in like the field. I just report my own drama. I love that. I love how you said everything happens for a reason. I truly believe that the good, the bad, the ugly, everything that's meant to be will be. And you have transitioned to fitness. You're such an inspiration. You're doing big things on there. I know you were a college cheerleader that you just mentioned. Tell me a little bit about what fitness has meant to you. How did you kind of get into that? So I grew up kind of always just being athletic. I did gymnastics 10 years and then I went to competitive cheer. I didn't have much of a life in high school. I was always cheering. I think my mom and dad drove me to cheer practice five days a week, like an hour to and from. So I would do my homework in the car. I was always at competitions. I skipped my senior prom to go to a cheer competition. And now looking back on it, I'm like, why did I do that? But whatever, it kind of led me to where I am. But I was just always very into being athletic. I was a cheerleader. I was the girl they tossed in the air. I then went to the University of Texas where I cheered. But what's really funny, and a lot of people don't believe when I say this, I was never really into fitness. Obviously, my idea of working out was going to cheer practice. Like I would go to cheer practice. I'd eat whatever I wanted. I never really had to worry about it because I was just constantly on the go. So when I graduated college and all of a sudden cheer practice went away, no more cheering football games, no more tumbling. I kind of had to be like, oh, like, what do I do now? So I actually ended up working my first job in Los Angeles before I really ever was introduced to group fitness or it really introduced to the fitness industry. I started working at the front desk of Beverly Hills Soul Cycle. That's awesome. I just saw like a job application on Indeed. I was new in LA. I was like, I should do something with my time. Like this seems fun. Maybe I'll get a free spin class here and there. <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever. And they hired me. Thank the Lord. So that was my first time I really got to be around like kind of like-minded people who all wanted a healthier lifestyle. And once I kind of got into that, I was hooked. Like the group fitness, the people encouraging each other, the community that you get with it. And from then I was hooked. And then once I kind of started building a following, I was passionate about working out. I always like weightlifting. Like I really, I understood my best mental health was when I was active. And when I was working out, I suffer from really bad anxiety. So I discovered I can combat that really well if I'm active and I'm working out and I'm sweating. That's the easiest way to kind of calm myself down. Mm -hmm. So I kind of started posting workouts just because I enjoyed it. And then I gained kind of attraction. Like my followers were like, oh, we really like these workouts. Keep posting them. And from there, I kind of just kept posting them. People enjoyed it. And then when the pandemic hit, I launched my own business called Move Like Morgan which I take personal training clients and do full 60 day challenges. So everything's kind of really come full circle, but I always give credit to Beverly Hills Soul Cycle. I'm like, I wouldn't be where I am without you guys. 
I love that. And I can't imagine like the energy, you know, I've never done a soul cycle class. I do Peloton, but like I can only imagine what that's like and how you would get hooked and stuff. Oh, for sure. And like, I love my Peloton too, but like being in a dark room where like you can feel the sweat from someone beside you and like there's candles and someone's, you know, yelling inspirational things at you. I was like, oh my God, I belong in the fitness world. Like this is for me. Like, I've always been a cheerleader. I've always been a motivator. I'm like, I might as well motivate other people to work out. It all kind of worked out for me. Tell me about your anxiety. I struggle with anxiety too. And definitely, I mean, I move my body for my mental health. Like I Mm -hmm. first it started off as like, oh, I'm going to work out because I want to lose weight. But immediately I got hooked to the feeling I feel. And I know like when I have my bad days, like it's like, did I work out? No, I didn't. Okay, this makes sense. So how do you kind of manage getting yourself out of those like funk days or when your anxiety is taken over? Like, do you have kind of like a ritual or like, you know, you got to go outside? Like, what does that look like? I always write my workouts out ahead of time. So I have a plan and people think I'm crazy. I'm like, I promise if you write it down nine times out of 10, you're going to do it. So that's, I literally just did that today. I'm like, all right, what are my workouts for the week? Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do this. I'm going to prioritize 45 minutes here because if I prioritize it, I write it down. I'm more likely to do it. And I know for me, that is an absolute must. Like I will prioritize that over watching Netflix, over going to dinner with my friends, not because I care really about what I look like. I just know for me to be like a happy functioning human, that's what I need to do. So I always tell people like, if it's important to you, you can make the time, you can prioritize that. It's just little things like shifting around your schedule, like getting up 30 minutes earlier, if it means that you get to work out so you feel better. I always do that. And also if I'm feeling super unmotivated, I'll make sure to work out with a friend. I always say the buddy system is so effective because yeah, it sucks working out alone. It's not fun. Like you may go to the gym and you'll walk for 10 minutes and be like, I am over this, which is totally fine. Happens to me all the time. But if I'm with a friend and they're like, all right, we got this. We're going to do two more sets and then we're going to leave. Um, It's always just so much more motivating when you have someone to do it with you. That's such a good idea. I feel like even though, you know, I typically work out almost every single day, I still struggle. Like sometimes I just can't get my ass to the gym. Yeah. Or I can't get out, you know, like I still struggle. So I never thought about the whole buddy system. Yeah. So I like that you said that. And I like, I'm definitely the type of person where if I don't write down even just like my goals for the day or what I need. Like, I'm just kind of like, Ooh, like, so I like that you you. say like, right. Even to this day, you're writing your workouts down. 100%. Yeah. Okay. So tell me like your workouts for the week. What are you doing? All right. So I scheduled out. I actually like, I'm, I'm this girl. Like I take it this seriously. I actually made, like I sell them on my website, fitness devotionals. So like, you know, like you do your religious devotionals in the morning. I made one for fitness because I'm like, this helps me write out everything. So it has prompts for like your daily goal, your daily intention, your workout for the day. And then there's like a little box where you check out, like, did you move your body today? Mm -hmm. And there's nothing more satisfying for me than like at the end of the day circling that. I'm like, yes, I did move it. So that's been helpful. But this week, I'm really into weightlifting, which is funny because I feel like I teach group fitness. I teach very high, high impact cardio workouts, but I actually prefer weightlifting. So I'm going to do, I think I have three days of weightlifting. I think I have three days of cardio. I do F45 classes. So I like Ooh, those. What's that? <gasps> oh, I've never heard of this. It. What? Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. So F45, I think it was created by Mark Wahlberg. It stands for like functional 45. So they're 45 minute workouts, but they're the hardest classes 
I've ever taken. Like they what? pushed me to my limit. Like you're doing battle ropes, you're doing box jumps, like burpees, all this crazy stuff. And I found if I want to do cardio and I want to make it effective, like the easiest is for me to just go to a class. Because if not, like I watch Netflix on the elliptical and I'm really not doing that much. So I prefer to do my cardio like in a group fitness setting. It's just more fun. So I do that a couple times a week. And then I teach classes online. And that in itself is a whole workout for me. I know. How do you talk and like teach the <laughs> class? Like I've attempted and I'm like, hold on, guys. Like I need to catch my breath. Like how do you feel like you're getting better and better at it? For sure. And it, it's so funny because I brought my friend to my class the other day and she's like lying on the ground dead. And she looks at me and she's like, how are you doing the workout too and also yelling? And I kind of thought, and I'm like, I have no idea. Like honest to God, I think I black out when I teach. And then I come to after class and I'm like, oh, I'm alive. Cool. Like I made, I made it through. It. Yeah. Sweet. I'm sweating. You're sweating. It's great. I also have really bad asthma. So if I ever like forget to take my inhaler before class, which has happened a few times, like I'm like, I'm going to pass out on the ground. Like I legitimately cannot breathe. So slightly problematic. I give credit to cheer. Like I'm like, look, if I was able to cheer in a hundred degree weather in Texas and yell on a field, like teaching in an air conditioned studio is a breeze for me. Like I got it. That's amazing. That's amazing that, I mean, not amazing that you have asthma, but amazing <laughs> that like it hasn't affected you like you yeah. pushed through. I love that. Okay. So I want to play a game. I've never okay. done this before, but I'm just going to ask you like quick questions okay. and it's all like fitness related and you just give your answer. If you want to pass, pass, but I promise you they're not like bad questions. Okay. I trust okay. you. Okay. Favorite move in the gym? Oh, this is going to sound crazy, but burpees. What? I know. What? I know. Everyone thinks I'm insane, but they're the best way to work every part of your body. Like if you want legs, core, arms, everything, do a burpee. And you can do so many different things with them. So I'm going to get so much judgment for that statement. But you do enough burpees, I promise you'll learn to love them. You're that girl in the corner doing the burpees <laughs> in the gym. Yes. That is me. <laughs> I love that. Okay, first meal of the day that's like your go-to meal. Always oatmeal. So bland. Ooh. I'm like, I'm a creature of habit though, and I know what works. So I do oatmeal. I put in nut butter. I'll do berries and then call it a day. And honestly, I don't even make like the fancy oatmeal. I get like the pre-made cups. So easy. You dump some water in it. I always do like a scoop of collagen, pop it in the microwave. And I'm good to go. I am so bland, so boring, but creature habit over here. That's how I am too. I have to keep it basic, especially in the kitchen, because I'm like the one that burns rice. So anything that's like basic, I love that. So yes, oatmeal, 100%. I like that. What is your favorite part of your body? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's a love-hate relationship, but I'm going to say my abs. Ooh. It's funny because they. it used to be my where I was the most self-conscious. I'm very muscular. I've been like that my whole entire life. I grew up a gymnast. So you obviously know gymnastics. Mm -hmm. You get ripped really quick. Yeah. But growing up, I was so self-conscious of that. I almost wanted to hide being muscular. I was very just self-conscious. Like, you know, you're a girl. You want to be curvy. And I wanted to be more feminine. And I was always just so muscular. And now I've really embraced it. Like my sweatshirt actually says strong is sexy. Um, and that's Love really that. a phrase that I live by. And I, I want girls out there who are like me to embrace being strong because that's badass. Like you should not work out to look a certain way. I'm like, I work out to be strong and I'm proud of how much weight I can lift. So now I've, I will say I do like my abs. I do like being muscular. 
I like that. I like that your insecurity once is now your security. I kind of feel like that about my stretch marks, but like I've had two babies. So, you know, yeah, I've gained you're a lot a of weight. <laughs> but it's like now I see them and I'm almost like, oh, it kind of just adds character, you know, right. like I, it, embracing it. So I like that moving into like embracing your insecurities. I love it. What is your biggest insecurity, do you think? Ooh, uh, so funny. <laughs> So if you watch me walk, which you've probably never observed me walk, which is weird, <laughs> but my feet go outward and it's been like that forever. And my cheerleading coaches used to get so mad at me. They're like, put your feet together. Like when you're tumbling, your feet are supposed to be together. And my feet always just go outward. So I walk almost like a duck. I always think it's cute, but that's always something I can't change it. That's just the way my legs are. But I would love to not have that issue, but it is what it is. It's probably one of those things where it's like you think more about it, especially like with your, it's in your head where it's like probably no one would have ever noticed. Ever. 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 But it's funny. <laughs> That's usually how insecurities are. Like we bring it more out there than what other people notice. But 100%. All right. Three goals in any area that you're working towards this year or starting in 2022. Okay. So my first goal kind of fitness related. So I am working with my own personal trainer. It's so funny. I'm always like, yes, even trainers have trainers. We all need to work towards something. So I am actually really working on building more of a shape. So I'm eating more protein. I'm lifting heavier. So I, my goal is to beat all my personal records, get the booty gains, which is surprisingly a lot harder than you would think, especially it just really depends on how you're built. And my body is just, it's not built to have a butt. So I'm working (laughs) real hard, real hard on building the peach. So that's why I'm in the gym so much. So that's one of my goals. My other goal is to expand my Move Light Morgan program. So right now I'm just doing kind of 60 day challenges. I take like 12 to 15 clients at a time. I do like a whole kind of fitness revamp. But in 2022, I'm really hoping to expand that. I don't know how I'm going to do that because there's one of me and a lot of people in the world. But Mm -hmm. that is my goal is to expand that to more classes, more options so I can reach and help more women. And then my last goal, I would say be kinder to myself. That's such a general thing. But I think I'm such a workaholic and I'm very hard on myself and I'm such a perfectionist. So my goal, especially at the end of the year, When it's a busy time and we're all supposed to be working so hard with the holiday and you're supposed to be successful. And especially for influencers, you've got to do gift guides and all this crazy stuff. So I'm just trying to be kinder to myself. If I mess up, I'm trying to give myself a little bit more grace. So yeah, those are my three. I love that. Giving grace. That girl, I'm working on the same thing. We all need it. Yes, 100%. So tell me where we can find you on Instagram and your move like Morgan. Yes. So Instagram is just my full name at Morgan Lee Willette. And then my fitness page is at Move Like Morgan. So you have the best of both worlds, whether you like fitness or you like fashion. I'm everywhere. Yes. Thank you for coming on. Yes. Thank you again for listening. And this has been another episode of the Invest Your Best with Allie Kay. And we will see you next week. 